calling all consumer goods, business owners, and marketing professionals. Does planning content ahead of time stress you out? Do you want to run Instagram and Facebook ads, but just aren't sure where to start? If your answer is yes and yes, then our mini course was made for you. It's 100% free and packed with essential tactics that you can implement as soon as today. To join in, visit our website at umaimarketing.com slash mini course. All right, let's get on with the pod. Hey everyone, welcome to the Umai Social Circle, where we talk consumer goods, marketing tips to help business owners and marketers grow. I'm Allison and that's Karen, and we are co-founders of Umai Marketing. And in this mini-sode, we're covering some tips on how to respond to negative comments you receive on social media. But before we hop in, if you like what you hear, please feel free to leave us a rating, a follow, or subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening in from. Thanks so much. And here we go. So first of all, let's talk about responding in general. I feel like it's an easy thing to forget to respond to each and every comment on your social media. So Karen, how big of an impact or how important is it really? It's extremely important. So customer service is going to be one of the number one reasons that somebody that is following you decides to unfollow you on social or worse, stop buying your product or stop supporting you. So customer service is key for social more and more and more over the years. We're seeing people just completely forego going to your customer service at or your hello at or your questions at email and just going straight to social, dropping into your DMs, commenting on your posts to try and get an answer to any of their customer service related questions. And so especially if, you know, you have social platform or social handles on all sorts of platforms like Pinterest, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, make sure that you're at least checking those every once in a while, because even if you're not active on a platform, one of your customers can be. And if they ask you a question on that platform and you don't get back to them for a month, either they'll think, you know, you could be out of business or you're avoiding it and you never want that to be the case. So really, really focus on good customer service for all of the platforms that your pages are on and not just responding with really vague robotic answers that are straight from your FAQ, put some life and energy and personality behind it because you're also cultivating those relationships and relationships are what is going to help drive sales in the future as well. Yeah. So interesting to think of social channels as customer service channels. And we really are seeing that trend that people are less and less reaching out via email and more and more are just, they're already on the platform. So why not ask there? And it's a lot more personable, I would say. Yeah. It's a little ridiculous because, you know, it, it turns your social media manager and your content manager, uh, community manager into your customer service folks too, but all in all, whoever's posting on your page, whoever's managing the page should be well-versed in your frequently asked questions and how to respond. So, yeah. Yeah. So how much time would someone need to take on checking that and responding? 
Yeah. I mean, it depends on, it depends on your brand and how active your community is and how many customers you have and how many followers you have and all that good stuff. So if you're a small to medium sized brand, which is, which are the brands that we personally work with, I would say you can get that done in 15 minutes a day across all platforms, just making sure that everybody is responded to. And again, I would recommend to do that every day, at least 15 minutes. Uh, If you want to do it as the first thing that you do when you wake up right in the morning, that's totally fine, but try and figure out a consistent time each day where you can go in and manage all of those comments. Mm, 15 minutes a day. I think that's totally doable thinking about the time we already spent on social media. So cool. Okay. And who can the, should the founder be doing that to be more personal? Who can do that on a team? Yeah. I mean, it depends how big your team is too. All of this is going to depend. So uh, a founder, I know plenty of founders that are running all of their social platforms. So yeah, if that is you and you're running your platforms and you're the person that answers questions, that, then that's going to be the founder doing it. If you have the budget to have a social media coordinator, they're doing it. If you have a tiny budget, but not big enough for a social media coordinator, then hire a virtual assistant and just make sure that somebody is doing it. Yeah. So let's hop into the theme of today, negative feedback. So it's not fun to log into your social profiles and see those comments that are a little harsh, but again, the internet is a wild world. (laughs) There's going to be those people out there. So why, why is it so important to respond or to act on those negative comments? Yeah. You never want people to see that. You never want your other customers to see that and wonder why you haven't responded. Right. It's like, are they hiding something is, should I be concerned? And negative feedback has no place on certain avenues. So like on your advertisement, you are spending money to get your brand out there. Negative comments that aren't treated are just not going to be helpful, conducive to you driving sales with those ads. People are reading the comments more and more. It's just like, I mean, how many times do you purchase something from Amazon and not read the reviews? Never. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the comment section is pretty much a review section. Yeah, no. And that's a great point because with ads, you know, you want that social proof. You want all those comments, like shares, what have you on the ads, cause it builds trust. So, I mean, truly with ads, you're paying for that. I think that brings out a lot of trolls and people um, who just like to make those negative comments. So kind of my MO there. And I want to see if you agree is just deleting those because like you said, you're spending money on those ads on those campaigns. Yeah. And especially if it's not somebody, if it's a prospecting ad and it it's not a customer, it's not somebody who even knows your brand. And that's usually who they are on those ads, delete and ban. They don't need to be getting served those ads and you do not want to waste your dollars serving them. Those it ads. could drive down your conversion rate significantly. I would say the only time that you would need to kind of interact with that person is with a retargeting ad or if they happen to see a prospecting ad and it's an existing customer. And I've seen this before where they're 
simply like I emailed customer service and no one responded and then they get served an ad. And then obviously that can be very frustrating. So then they comment there. So that's the only case I could think of. That's so true. We'll get some of those. And obviously some things slip through the flip through the cracks in your email. So that's, I never really thought about that until you just said it, that how frustrating that could be if you have been trying to contact a brand and you get served one of their ads because that you visited their website or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that would be so frustrating. So you, it's, it's to be expected that these things would show up in your comment section. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what is your step, what is your procedure to respond? How do you look at these comments and decide how to react? Yeah. So every single time that a negative comment, a piece of feedback shows up on one of our pages, you have to ask yourself one major question. That question is, is this going to serve another person in any way if I respond? Is this going to serve any person in any way. So you're not thinking about that person. You're thinking yeah. about everyone else. Okay. Yes. Cool. I am not. If somebody comes with negative feedback, yes, of course, I want to treat them and I want to provide good customer service and I want to answer their question or solve their problem. But when it comes to responding, the first thing I ask myself, is it going to serve another person in any way? I can't say that enough. So if the answer is no, you're going to do one of two things. You're going to take it offline as soon as possible. You're going to tell them to DM you, email you at customer service, or two, the other option is to delete the person, delete the comment, ban them from your page, get them off of your page because out of those two options, the first one is going to be, okay, they're probably one of your customers are upset about something and they, they, they need a response, but mm-hmm. it doesn't belong on your social platform because your social platform is not where all of your customer service should live. So one, you can take that offline, but the other one, the deleting, if it's not going to serve another person, delete it. They're just a troll. And it's up to you to decide if this, if you think the person is a troll or not, and there's nothing you can do to change that person's mind, you just delete it and you ban them. Yeah. I mean, I love that you're just straight to the point, just, just ban them. But I would say, okay, so trolls would be someone who's like, this product's stupid, you know, it's just like, cool. Okay. Or like, Oh, a, a classic one that always happens. It even happens on on organic stuff is like, why am I getting this? Why am I being served this? It's like, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. This happened. So you don't need to be here. I'm going to get rid of you. Yeah. And you're doing them a favor too. It's yeah. like, you obviously don't enjoy this. So <laughs> we'll cut ties. Okay. So that's the no. That's when it doesn't serve anyone else. What's yeah. the Yes. Yeah. So if you ask the question, is this going to serve another person in any other way? If you respond, if the answer is yes, it will serve someone, you will answer to the best of your ability. Just remember that your response will serve as a reference point to a lot of people, to whoever sees that comment, not just the person you're responding to. So if you are able to educate and cultivate community with your response 
absolutely do it and just be really mindful of what you're saying. Mm. Can you give a real world example of this? Yeah. Yeah. So is it okay? A, A person comes up and they're like, you, they're like, how on earth is this supposed to be good for my baby? Like how, how on earth can feeding X, Y, and Z be good for my baby? In, in essence, it's a negative comment. People, Mm -hmm. it's not positive. They're questioning your product. They're questioning the efficacy and the nutrition. It is important to respond here because while they might, might be a little trolly, they might not be a customer People are going to, they want to see how you respond, especially Mm -hmm. if that comment was made hours before you even got to see it. We can't all be on social media 24 hours a day. So especially if it's, if it's been living there for a little while, you need to be like, okay, I calm down, maybe take a few moments to collect yourself, but remind yourself why they're wrong, write it down talk about, give bulleted points on your nutrition and how it actually is better for, for babies or whoever, and offer that comment. It doesn't matter if they still respond negatively, because if somebody else that's of more sound mind comes and they're like, this is fact-based, these aren't opinions. It gives the opportunity for that person to be like, oh yeah, that person's wrong. And they're responding respectfully. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that speaks a lot when you are able to respond and keep your cool. And I, I guess what you're saying here is you're not responding to change that specific person's mind. They probably already made up their mind. You're doing it for goodwill upon your fans or, you know, people on the fence, something like that. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, if you can change that person's mind, which happens all the time, more far and few between than not, (laughs) but it's a win-win in that situation. Mm -hmm. Cool. So how do you, do you keep track of all these comments and responses? Is there a document that teams need to have? How does that work? Yeah. So you should all, all CPG owners and brands should have your standard FAQs where you're frequently asked questions, you answer them. Obviously, I don't want you copy and pasting these answers to respond to people on social because that's super robotic. Just put a little bit more life and personality behind it, but have your FAQs, have your standard answers, but then also have those hard ones, especially if somebody's helping you like a VA or your social media coordinator, work with them to figure out the best responses for those harder questions, especially those negative ones. Mm -hmm. So are you saying it'd be a good idea to like post in your Slack channel and get some feedback on how to respond? Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you have a team and you're like, I don't know what to do with this person, but honestly, if you're, you're, if you're a founder managing your own social and you know, your product, like the back of your hand and you know, your customers and you know that this person can be responded to in a certain way, do it. And then mm-hmm. write it down later, write it in your FAQ somewhere so that you can just reference it and not have to come up with yeah. witty repartee on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> and just quickly, I mean, cut that 15 minutes to five, maybe. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. I want to play a little game. So we're going to play to respond or not to respond. Um, that is the question. So I'm going to volley up some scenarios for Karen and she's just going to tell us 
how she would respond. I like the sound of this game. <laughs> Let's do it. Scenario number one, you're a built tongue, built tongue. You're a built tongue brand, which is like a jerky from South Africa, if anyone doesn't know. And you offer pasture raised products. You have an ad running that promotes your brand's sourcing, your excellent sourcing, and it speaks to the increased nutritional value of your product. And then here comes Dick Richards. Dick Richards comes along and he comments, higher nutrition? Yeah, right. In your dreams. What do you do? Do you respond or you don't respond? A classic Dick Richards comment. (laughs) So just to say it again, this is a brand that has great sourcing and we like working with better for you brands, of course. So all of you are doing the best you can with all of your sourcing and all of your ingredients and all that good stuff. Um, good sourcing and higher nutrient content. And this guy's coming along saying higher nutrition. Yeah. Right. In your dreams. Okay. To respond or not to respond. I say absolutely respond because whether or not Dick wants to hear you lay down education on how your product is actually better is completely beside the point. Like we were talking about before you're giving everyone else the opportunity to receive more education through your comment on why your brand is better, why it's higher nutrition, why the sourcing of premium ingredients leads to higher nutrition through your well thought out and fact-based response. So that's really important too. It's got to be fact-based. You can't just Mm -hmm. be putting out your food babe opinions out there. It has to be truly fact-based and better yet source. If you can find some sort, not if you, you should have already done this, especially if your brand's established and you're in production and you have sourcing on that, that information, whether it's nutrition or whatever it is, source it, send them that link and shut them up. Yeah. Lay down the facts. Yeah. I love it. And that reminds me, I I feel like I have seen for um, brands that you've worked on that you've built out your comments and you, you do it consistently. I've basically created super fans. I've seen those super fans jump on people like Dick Richards before and kind of do your work for you and maybe be a little less friendly. <laughs> yeah. Less customer servicey. Yeah. Which Such is always a good fun. Point. Yeah. We, we will do that sometimes. If it's a question that comes or a negative comment that comes in and you have to have an avid engaged following, if nobody ever comments on your post and nobody's probably going to jump to your defense. But if you have advocates of your brand that are really active in your comment section, let it sit for a second, let it sit for a while and see what happens because usually people will jump on jump on it in your defense. And it's Mm -hmm. pretty effective. Mm -hmm. Fun to watch. Fun to watch. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Your next scenario, you're a whiskey brand and you share a lot of male centric imagery in your ads. So of course, Shirley, Shirley Rogers is going to come along and she's going to comment. That guy is so ugly. So what do you do? Respond or not respond? So rude, Shirley. Not <laughs> respond. Don't, what? Wh- how can you respond to that? Like, there's me. Yeah, that's so mean, and that happens all the time, especially if you have humans in it, and that's not okay. Like bullying, and I feel like it's a lot of older people bullying on Facebook, and then both younger and older people bullying on Instagram. I'm like, get out of here. So 
I say don't respond and delete it completely. There's no reason that should sit there. And what, what, how, what do you say? No value. Yeah, yeah. No value. Are, yeah. Is someone else getting, going to get anything out of your comment? No. So don't respond. And is Shirley a troll worthy? She bannable? Oh, Shirley, a troll. Ban her. <laughs> Ban you bye. don't need her. Check to see if she's following you, but chances are she's not if it's an ad. Yeah. Okay. And she's not, you know, you like you, the scenario said, it's male-centric whiskey brand. Shirley's maybe not in your core demographic. Um, so that's something else that you can look at to, to help you understand. Mm, absolutely. Okay. So your final scenario of respond or not to respond is you're a prebiotic beverage and you share something on your feed about how the product is good for your gut and helps you poo regularly. So Tracy, what's her name comes on and she comments on your post and she says, I had, (laughs) she says, I had diarrhea for 24 hours straight from this product. I do not recommend what do you do? Oh, oh Tracy. <laughs> uh, this is a very, very real life. That's vulnerability right this there. Is, <laughs> yeah, she doesn't care who sees this. I respect it, Tracy. And honestly, it's like, it, usually that deserves to be in customer service. But a lot of times the reason why people come to your social platforms to complain is because they want immediate satisfaction from you. And they know by making it public, they're going to get a response from you very quickly. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, mm, I'd say like 99% of the time faster than they would if they did re- reach out oh, to you. for sure. Yeah. To customer service. So that's, I mean, obviously another reason why it's coming, coming in high mm-hmm. on social. So mine is that doesn't need to be there because it's just not the greatest comment to live on your content. So what I would do is respond, but in private. So if it was an ad, I would recommend deleting the comment and reaching out to them via DM, of course, requesting she email customer service to continue the conversation. It, since this scenario was in the feed organic, we're not putting any money behind it. I would probably leave it there and just say, you know, DM us for more information or DM us. We, we, we need to take care of you. We're interested in continuing this conversation and leave a quick response as to why it could have happened. Like, you know, in this scenario, you need to give your body some time to adjust because of X, Y, and Z. These are really powerful. Um, especially if you're not regular, things like that. I don't know, just your normal response. Um, so that future purchasers can potentially see that response and act accordingly, but make, keep that comment super, super short mm-hmm. response, super short and get them to your customer service, get them in private so that they have a reason to go through with the back and forth with you, but not talking online like that. Mm-hmm. Take it yeah. offline. Gosh, it seems like a cry for help, honestly, um, <laughs> poor Tracy, but I mean, that is a big thing when you're in the supplement world or the health world. Um, You know, you got to be really careful with claims and things like that. So, I mean, maybe expand on that. How you do say, talk to your doctor. I mean, do you add those types of, I don't know what that claims or 
or what yeah, have you. Yeah, that is so smart. Yeah. So like functional foods, just like you were talking about supplements, there's always, you don't always have to say it. It depends what topic you're talking about. It depends what you're referring to in that moment. So in this situation, I wouldn't say like, go to your doctor because we all know like prebiotics, probiotics, if you have a bunch, you could, that could happen to you. Um, so I don't, I wouldn't want to scare people and being like, everybody who drinks this needs to talk to a doctor. Mm-hmm. But when you're going to refer things, you know, for instance, you have like these brands that you really, really like, and you're saying it's flu and cold season coming up. And these are the supplements I like to take that's probably when you should leave that disclaimer that says discuss with your doctor before trying it. But when it comes to like your product, as long as you're abiding by all FDA regulations and all that stuff, then I don't see a reason to say like discuss with your doctor in Mm -hmm. private, in your private conversation with them. And they're like, this isn't right. Like, I don't know what happened. I want to keep trying it, but this is not blah, blah, blah. In that moment, it's like, okay, well then you can talk to your doctor about it if you're worried, but I would mm-hmm. keep that private. Okay, cool. Well, I had fun. That was a fun little game. Let's wrap it up though, just to give everyone some top takeaways for negative cool. comments. Yeah, so dealing with negative comments on social. Key takeaway number one, ask yourself, is this going to serve another person in any way? And then step two, you're going to respond either in app or offline or you're not going to respond. You're going to delete it. And if it's a, if it's a troll, you ban them, you never see him again. So those are our key takeaways. Ask yourself, is it going to serve anybody if I respond? If not, you know, get rid of them. I love it. It's very clear because a lot of times it's not so clear when you get those comments. So But I love that question, asking yourselves that. But if you guys have any additional comments um, or questions for Karen about community engagement or negative comments in general, please feel free to shoot us a DM on our Instagram. It's at Umai Marketing. Yeah. And better yet, screenshot your next one that you really don't know how to deal with and send it to us because these, uh, they they bring us some some kind of sick joy. Oh man, we should start like a blog about weird. a Tumblr. Yeah, a Tumblr. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks you guys for joining us. And hopefully you got a little bit out of this mini soda and we'll see you next time. Ooh, my social circle is a CPG agency driven podcast based out of Austin, Texas. We're excited to share more behind the scene insights, chats with industry leaders, and whatever else we learn along the way. Follow us on Instagram at Umai Marketing or check out our website, umaimarketing.com. Catch you back here soon.